And welcome back to uh, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science, a podcast presented by Agrinovas Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of this weekly podcast where we talk about the convergence of food, agriculture, science and technology and the impact that is having and uh, will have on the state of Indiana and beyond. And our guest uh, this week, we're pleased to have Reiner Fisher, the CEO and Chief Scientific and Innovation Officer at the Indiana Bioscience Research Institute, uh, really the uh, the marquee uh, uh, facility at the emerging 16 tech development on the near west side of Indianapolis. And Reiner, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Indiana, too. Thank you. By way of introduction, your background, uh, I think, is very interesting and very appropriate for this uh, this opportunity that you have right now. Talk a bit uh, about your, your background, where you came from, in particular at the uh, Fraunhofer Institute. My background is I'm a molecular geneticist and immunologist by training. I have a PhD in these disciplines. And uh, for the last 18 years before I joined the IBRI, I was the department head at the Institute for Molecular Biotechnology at the Aachen University, a little bit similar organization uh, in uh, the structure like Purdue University uh, Engineering School, and also in parallel the senior executive director of the Fraunhofer Institute for Molecular Biology and Applied Ecology. So my expertises are primarily in the biotechnology space, uh, protein engineering, antibody engineering, uh, development, manufacturing, but also plant biotechnology, white biotechnology, uh, and also clinical trials uh, and regulatory approval of interesting immunotherapeutic products. Talk about the model of the uh, Fraunhofer uh, Institute, uh, both in in Germany uh, as well as the footprint here in the United States. Yeah, the Fraunhofer is a non-for-profit research organization Uh, It has around 25,000 employees organized in 67 institutes, and these are organized in uh, so-called alliances, strategic alliances, production technology, life sciences. And it is an applied research institute that has to raise about 80-85% of its annual proceeds by contractual research, and the rest comes uh, through a basic research uh, funding program from the federal and the state government. Yeah, so I I wanted to make that point. So there is is state support, but uh, the vast majority of the uh, the revenue the support has to come through through contracts that's absolutely correct and particular by industrial collaboration mm-hmm. so industry sponsored research and competitive grants from Germany from the uh, from Europe and from international proceeds talk about the opportunity at the IBRI what what really interested you uh, in the IBRI and, and and what's going on here here in Indiana Well, I'm very much interested, as I already pointed out, in applied research and really helping uh, organizations uh, to bring innovative ideas closer to the market, ultimately into the market. And that is usually done either through a spin-out or by licensing deals uh, with the corporate partners where you engage in these research projects. And uh, compared to what I did in the past, uh, traveling around the globe like a million miles per year to Mm. stay in touch with customers and to attract to contracts uh, in Indiana, and in particular in Indianapolis, uh, this is in a much closer proximity. So my travel has significantly uh, been reduced in the last year, which I'm very happy about. And also the mixture of the different companies, uh, whether you're talking about pharmaceutical, diagnostics, uh, med tech, and also nutrition slash food 
feet uh, is really superb uh, mm -hmm. in the state of Indiana. And that is one of the key reasons, in addition to the big opportunity of building another, hopefully, success story, as I did in Fraunhofer, uh, with a similar but not identical model here in uh, Indianapolis. That was the key reason why I accepted this position. Talk a little bit more about that. What do you see as the <clears throat> opportunity uh, uh, here uh, with uh, with the IBRI, especially as you look at that opportunity to bridge food, ag, science, and science and technology. Yeah, so first of all, we are also an applied uh, non-for-profit research institute, uh, and we're primarily based on a, an endowment that we're growing uh, for supporting the base funding, so not directly through the government as we did in Germany. And I see here a lot of possibilities, in particular with our mission and focus uh, in the cardiometabolic area, uh, to provide healthier and safer nutrition uh, to, pro to avoid the onset and also the progression of cardiometabolic diseases, including diabetes and obesity. And I think with the key players, both in the academic space uh, with IU and Purdue, where I have a professorship now, but also the uh, corporate partners, Corteva, for example, uh, the new organization around the former Dow AgriSciences, I think there's a huge potential for next generation uh, uh, input and output traits uh, that we can engineer, modify in crops, uh, but also to basically look into next generation greenhouses, uh, think about vertical farms, uh, aquaponics, uh, hydrocultures, um, and uh, for that we have uh, developed some ideas. Uh, in particular in the safety space uh, around toxicogenomics uh, together with partners from industry and academia. And this has become an open platform where we can contribute to the safety of the products that make it to the market. Mm -hmm. And that is one of our key interests, uh, in particular in the cardiometabolic space. Mm -hmm. Indiana is a leading state, certainly in the life sciences and in ag uh, yeah. as well. Do you see collaborative um, leadership opportunities? Absolutely, uh, and in particular at the boundaries and convergence of different disciplines. Uh, and there's a lot of parallels, which most people don't think about, uh, between human and animal health and uh, plant sciences. If you think about the pathogens, uh, they're literally from similar groups, whether it's bacteria, fungi, viruses, uh, that infect uh, these organisms, and uh, we have to fight that to avoid the loss of food or feed supply. Uh, but also precision agriculture. Now think about drones uh, or imaging-based technology, uh, then genome editing, a new form of uh, kind of genetic engineering to modify these, these input and output traits, but also the convergence of big data uh, together with uh, engineering sciences uh, will provide tremendous opportunities. And you have a lot of key players here in the state not only in the academic space, but also in the industry space, uh, where we can make this happen. And ultimately, I think what is also important to mention uh, that um, we are very much interested in complying with the United Nations uh, 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Uh, and I think we have a huge mandate to fulfill, to contribute uh, to these 17 grand challenges mm -hmm. and to provide innovative solutions. And nobody can do this themselves. So we need to work together. And that's what I really truly enjoy is networking and finding joint innovative solutions that ultimately benefit the consumer, the patient, mm -hmm. and the people that have a certain interest in the yeah. market. Uh, Agrinovus, do you mm -hmm. see potential collaborations with, uh, with Agrinovus, an organization that has, has really very quickly gained momentum in the state around the food and uh, ag bioscience sectors? 
Yes, absolutely. So what I said uh, around these UN Sustainable Development Goals, um, and I had discussed uh, with your leader and Agrinovis uh, several big ideas mm -hmm. uh, that we can jointly tackle, whether it's about the continued food supply, the food safety, but also health aspects so that you have healthier food uh, that, as I said in the beginning, reduce the onset, the progression of diabetes and uh, obesity. And this is at the heart uh, of the Hoosiers, and that's one of the key challenges in the state. Uh, and I hope that we, together with the partners, can have a significant, significant contribution in that space in the years to come. You bring a global perspective uh, to, to Indiana. As you look at some of the things you've just been talking about and others are talking about around uh, the ag biosciences and the potential that exists here in Indiana, the academic uh, assets, uh, the private sector and others, how, compared to other states, other states are doing this as well, how would you characterize how Indiana is positioned for success? You know, I think it's... Um positioned very well because uh, one of the strengths of the state is the close proximity, the high density of different industries in this ecosystem, but also talent uh, through the academic partners. And I think once you have such a close proximity and a collision uh, with the different disciplines and people in that space, I think this is uh, very, very good uh, to make things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the end, it's really about the people um, to attract the right talent, but also mm -hmm. now to retain the right talent, to keep them in the ecosystem and really make sure that we work together. And I think 16 Tech is a great uh, mm -hmm. initiative where we will make that happen. And we hope that um, by December, we will have the groundbreaking ceremony for Building One in 16 Tech, where IBRI, IU, and the CICP will be housed, uh, at least in the beginning. Uh, and also, Building Two has almost been totally uh, uh, leased out. Uh, so, I think a lot of opportunities will then also emerge uh, once uh, the ecosystem mm -hmm. is expanded uh, or has expanded uh, in multiple spaces uh, that basically contribute to the solutions mm -hmm. of the issues and challenges that I mentioned before. Yeah. 16 Tech has been a number of years uh, in the works. Yes. Uh, it is becoming a reality now. How important uh, is it to, to have the IBRI as part of this bigger uh, innovation district? I think it's very important from the perspective uh, that 16 Tech is great uh, for the ecosystem, the infrastructure and the support, but for the content, uh, for providing the innovative uh, solutions uh, to the technical or the scientific challenges, you need the people in this, uh, let's say, applied uh, mm -hmm. ecosystem and research space. And that's where I think the two of them have a perfect uh, symbiosis and synergy. Uh, so I think one cannot exist without the other. And I hope that this uh, will be a very very, very, very successful story for the future and uh, that we also get a lot of support uh, from the local, not only companies, uh, but also our current stakeholders and future stakeholders or even private donors and people that are interested in the system. Yeah. Final question for you. Uh, in your view, what are the things that Indiana as a state needs to continue to work on uh, to distinguish itself uh, in, in this space? That's a little bit challenging to answer, so, but I think it's important to find your own unique selling points and your own niche. Um, so don't copy a Boston or Massachusetts or a San Diego or San Francisco area. You can learn from that uh, or you can team up and network with them. Uh, but definitely, I think through the agriculture, uh, there is a big opportunity and this to be superimposed on health issues and needs, both for food and feed or safer food and feed supplies uh, for the future. 
uh, I think this would be a tremendous opportunity. Uh, and I think also Indiana should go out more um, on the national and also the international level. So there's nothing to hide. They should be actually even more proud of what they have, uh, not only being number two in terms of exports uh, in the nation. Uh, I think they can do much more. But for that, we need to find these partners that really interact, interface, collaborate, uh, convene together uh, to make this happen. Fascinating perspective uh, from Reiner Fisher, the CEO and Chief Scientific Officer and uh, Innovation Officer as well at the Indiana Bioscience Research Institute here in Indianapolis. Reiner, thanks so much. Good luck in all of your endeavors. We look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thank you so much and have a great day. All Mm. right. Well, that uh, does it for another edition of the uh, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science podcast. Uh, Each and every week we bring you this podcast where we talk about the convergence uh, and the excitement around food, ag, science, and technology, the impact here in Indiana and beyond. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.